You are now tuned into Tune Vision. The look of music, 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 music. How you doing this morning? Doing great, doing great. Yeah, man. Um, well, to start it off, I can give you an introduction, man. I know you've been in the game for almost 20 years. Yes. Uh, you got songs with Too Short, uh, Obi Trice, uh, Killer Mike. You know, um, you're more of a music producer. And uh, I know the world didn't change, so just give us a heads up of what you got going on right now before we get started. Well, my name is Extraordinaire. My government name, Walter Lee. Um, I hail from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, been in the production game a uh, good 20 years. Um, and I, I, I studied at uh, Middle Tennessee State University, uh, where I got to be around a lot of other um, artists and engineers and producers and kind of learned the game from there. And that's crazy because when I did go, it was a, a different game. You know, uh, we learned about not only like recording on analog tape, but we were like selling music out of our trunk. Whereas now it's, you know, internet, um, streaming and all that stuff. So um, I've been blessed to kind of see um, the game change a lot, you know, as far as how music is uh, getting out there to people. Um, and, and, and that's, that's been a, that's been a journey because it's, I learned so much that not that, I mean, it's stuff that I need, you know, that you always need, but a lot of people don't even have to know it now, you know, so it's great that I can kind of see it from both aspects, both ends, and then, you know, all the in-between things that uh, go along with that. Definitely, man. I feel like a lot of, uh, like you were saying, with that, I feel like a lot of the newer generation now take that for granted. And with yeah. you seeing the transition from, you know, street teams to, you know, flyers and word of mouth to now social media, what's something that you've had to do to, you know, change your game up? And um, what's something that you can take away from the transition that you've seen? Well, you know, I remember like when... um people started getting taking advantage of blogs and all that stuff and not really, um, you know, not jumping on it as fast as I should. But what was great about seeing that initially, well, what I say, what was interesting, you know, a lot of us that were, that came from the, the, the street game were like, Oh, this is going to make it easier. Um, but as you know, time became, you know, as time has gone on, you know, now, it's the 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 entrance is a lot easier so now you have to fight for a lot more ears whereas back then you know you know if you put the money behind it and the footwork and got out there and exposed it um that grassroots way you were gonna you go, you're gonna stand out uh uh among everything but uh you know it's a challenge it's different i i like it though because now it's really about the music and it's a lot easier to be independent um your startup is a you know even though you're gonna you still need to invest um the investment whereas you know i was you know the, the company i was with we were spending for cds you know 12 inches posters and those some of those things are still needed but uh now you allocate that money towards things that are that are uh, more accessible to people. 
Um, so, it, you know, it's been it's been great. You know, when I say great, I mean, it's just been great to see those transitions and those different different ways that uh, people have begun to, you know, make the most out of this music industry. Yeah, man. And uh, I feel like it's kind of a lost art. A lot of the old school cats, they definitely had the charisma, you know, mm -hmm. whereas artists now, you may not necessarily need that charisma because all your releases are going to be online. Exactly. What's something that you miss about, you know, making your artist runs, your pop-ups, your appearances? Do you miss anything about that? You know, hanging out with the, you were around when the video Vixens was around. So give us, exactly. some, give us some insights on that. How's so, I, you know, like, so I had some great experiences just being out on the road. And don't get me wrong, we, because of the pandemic, it's kind of slowed me down as far as getting out and being out on the road and interacting with people. But back before uh, we had the, you know, the, excess of the internet to really get the get the sound out you know i i would enjoy going out and doing the you know signing posters in the mall you know uh uh you know going to these different radio stations and uh you know meeting meeting and greeting and doing all that stuff um now you know a lot of the networking is for better or for worse is uh the internet you know i i, I miss uh, going to these conferences and different things like that and meeting people, they still exist, you know, but, uh, like lately it's been, it's been a lot harder, especially, you know, these past two years. But I think that the great thing about back then was, it was just like, you didn't have, you could, you could get, you could do a lot of things and nobody would know about it. I'll mm -hmm. put it to you like that, you know, uh, so you don't have to worry people, about no TMZ or no exactly cameras. Or you know everything's with got a camera now. On the side. Yeah, everything's got a camera now. We, uh, I was in a, I'm in a group still, you know, but I've since I've been doing solo stuff called Black Folk King, and we opened and toured with a uh, Yin Yang Twins. So that was an experience um, because they, you know, those guys were wild. You know, yeah, those some wild boys. They still They're, wild. They still wild. Exactly. So you know, to be out on the road with them and, you know, see how the crowd reacts to them and being, you know, just being in that, that vantage point to see exactly how people get down. It's like, okay, yeah, this is, this is crazy. So, and I think it's a lot of stuff that wouldn't fly in 2022 that did in the, you know, 2000s, you know, for so. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Can you remember your first rap groupie? Ha! <laughs> Are we going to go there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about one. <laughs> uh, so I was watching, uh, they got a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Oh, and it reminded me of uh, one, a groupie that I had, uh, you know. Texas Chainsaw? <laughs> we, we ended up watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you know. And I'm thinking this is just a regular date, you know. But it just ended up being something different. And, you know, I didn't have any complaints, but, you know, so I was reminiscing about that as I watched this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was just, that's just funny that you mentioned that. But, you know, it's weird that it's a weird thing because I'm just me, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. uh, especially when things are going good, and you, like, 
you get some different, you know, women and different attention and different things like that. It's, you know, I, it's, it's weird, you know, it's hard for me to speak about it because, you know, but I guess amongst friends, yeah, it's, it, a, it's it, a safe place. It's yeah. A safe place. So it, it, it can definitely, it, it definitely went down. It definitely went down. And it's, and you know, it's crazy when I, I would talk to other artists, you know, they were, you know, we were on the same level trying to do things and it was like, yeah, oh, yeah, now I'm with this girl. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's a weird thing for me because I feel like I'm just still me, you know, making music and doing that. But when you, you, you kind of notice those things, you're like, oh, okay. And what I always, and I'm going to tell you something, like I would meet a girl and just to kind of uh, see where their head is at, you know, I won't, I won't be that cool dude. You know what I'm saying? I'll just be, you know, I'll just try to see where their head is at. You know what I'm saying? Because there's, it's been a lot of women that'll be like, oh, you the guy in the video or something like that. And I'm like, I'm just, you know, that's, you know, that's fantasy. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, just keeping it real. That's just fantasy, you know? Yeah. And, you ever uh, get mistaken for music soul child? <sighs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, definitely Monday, uh, Tuesday, I got jokes for that, for the uh, uh, verses, you know. So, and, and then when I, I, it was a while uh, when I wore my hair a little bit longer. So they called me, um, uh, what was the, uh, Never Scared. They called me a mix of Never Scared. Uh, what's his name? Bone Crusher. Bone Crusher. Yeah, they called me. <laughs> and they had a name. Uh, they mixed Bone Crusher and Music Soul Child or something. So. Yeah, I've definitely got that. This is saying, but you were soul crusher, soul crusher. That's what it was. Thank you. You remember it better than me. Your soul crusher. He's called me soul crusher. So yeah, yeah, that's man. Crazy. That was probably yeah. your beginning days with Black Folk uh, Incorporated, man. Tell me a little bit how y'all started. And, um, I know your uh, other half of that brick, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Just yeah. tell us a little story about how that transitions you in your music career. So. We uh, we started out, um, I was a little bit younger, and I had a homeboy that was in high school that rode the same bus, and uh, he, you know, he was rapping, so I'm like, I'm going I'm to I'm get in. So I was like, like what, I'll, I'll be the hype man, you know? And so from there, I'm trying to just get in where I fit in. So I went from being the hype man to producing tracks, and then just being an equal partner in the group. And we opened and did shows uh different things like that i went off to school um and then we just decided okay let's do something that's going to be a little bit um uh, stand out you know something that's going to stand out some you know in a group that from back in the days that stood out was nwa so we said let's be the answer to that. let's be black folk in so we decided to do that put out some put out some great music some great projects um and that just led to a lot of different you know, different things where I could get production out to different people. Um, that first project, we got to link up with um, David Banner through other people that heard our music and, you know, got to meet him and he got to, you know, know about us. And it, it was just an experience that I don't think you could get anymore because it was organic. Definitely. Uh, what was the group? Natty Strong? The name of the the name of the album was Natty Strong, okay. and we were part of a, a larger crew um, called the Unit, um, and that was and that consisted of us, a group called Native Species, as well as a group called P Dub, 
who went on to become a group called Piney Woods that had uh, my, one of my partners, Brick, in it. Um, and so Brick uh, and his group, Piney Woods, they, st- they were really on the verge of taking off. They had a song with 50 Cent, The Game, Lil Wayne. Um, and he came home one weekend, um, and, and the streets got him. Uh, mm. and that, you know, I was at a kind of a, a point where I was like, I, should I just stick to producing? Should I just, you know, do that? And I think his death as, as well as some other people, um, that were pushing me at that time when I was kind of at a crossroads, it pushed me a lot harder to go harder with this music. Um, and it, it just made me a lot more relentless because I know people that actually were living and dying for it. Um, so it means a lot more when I'm able to be around um, uh, the music because I'm doing it based off of their legacy and, and the things that they did um, to get to where they're going. And I'm just trying to finish the the journey for them. Kind of yeah. use it as a sense of therapy for yourself. And exactly. For others. That's a big part of it. That's definitely a big part of it. Yeah, man. Definitely the people you came up with definitely, you know, influences your music. Tell me a little bit, you say you went into, you know, producing. Now, were you a beat maker or were you a producer? I I like to I like to say I'm more of a producer. And I'm glad that you you kind of designated that there is a difference. I am a beat maker, but you know, I want to make the song as much as it's the best that it can be. So it's one thing to have a beat, but it's been a lot of times that I've given people beats and I get the song back and I'm like, you should have did this, this and this, this and this, you know? And so I want to, you know, I want to help bring the best out of the person in the song, you know? And if I give them a beat, I want to, you know, if I need to reformat it, I want to be able to reformat it. If I hear something, if I want to, add some good you know i want to add some guitars some horns or anything to just take it over the top and make it even better for example that you know that's where i want to come in and do that and and make the song um something special so i i, I deem myself more of a producer and that yeah, kind of set the vibe in the studio yeah, make sure everybody set, on point exactly exactly yeah, man. And speaking of the studio, man, I know you got a little team together. What happened to uh, Circa 94 Beats? Exactly. So that and, that, and I say that, I'm glad you brought that up because when I was in that mode, I was more of a producer. Even though I was making beats, I was doing, I was doing, we were putting a lot of uh, compilation projects out. So I would reach out to different artists. And let me just stop and say this. Circa 94 Beats is a production crew. It consists of me and some people that I went to MTSU with, as well as my partner, B'Lo Brown, from Black Folk Inc. And it was more, it was a way to express ourselves doing just more hip-hop beats. It's as opposed mm-hmm. to more of, a, you know, the popular music, the trap music or whatever. You know, it just gave us another uh, avenue to market uh, a different brand. So anyway, we were doing those projects. And, you know, I would make beats and the other partners would make beats and we would combined to make different beats together but i felt as a producer i would bring in you know if we needed songwriters if we needed other verses if we needed accompaniment you know instrumental you know i would come in and and pull that stuff together and that was that was like the best experience for me 
as far as uh, making music because, um, you know, I got to really be, you know, put the puzzle together. And that's the biggest part for me. It's like a puzzle making music. For me, it's just like, okay, what piece goes here? What goes here? Okay, let me take this out. Let me add this. And that's that's just as fun as uh, marketing and promoting it, you know, uh, performing it, I would say. Um, I just really love just putting those pieces together. So Circuit 94 was uh, and still is uh, a good outlet for me to do that. Yeah, man, I like what you said. It's kind of like a puzzle and you're kind of yeah. uh, bridging the gap between, yeah. you know, the older cats and the new generation right now. Yeah. Um, so tell me about the project um, Bread and Butter. So I was in a, in a place where I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I had uh, I've been doing the Circuit 94 projects and we were doing different projects uh maybe one was more hardcore then we might have something that would might be for the ladies you know and we were just trying to show our different uh angles of our production style i had a lot of music that was more one geared toward that that audience and i i, I felt that you know i had a i had a song that i was sitting on with killer mike i had um a song that i was sitting on with what project pat yeah Exactly. So I was like, I need to go ahead and get this stuff out. And it, and it gave me um, the, the license to go ahead and do solo projects as extraordinaire. So when I first started doing Bread and Butter, it was more, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it like The Chronic, where, you know, I might rap on it, but I'm going to have people featured on it. And I, what I realized was in order for me to promote it and perform, you know, I'm going to have to be front and center. So it, it, it morphed into more of a solo project. Um, and I'm proud of it. Um, it did it did good for me. Um, and I, I love a lot of the music on that. That's really, um, it just had a lot of uh, balance of, well, a lot of, uh, when I say balance, I mean, it had a lot of uh, different vibes that I like to go into. So I, I was very proud of how that came out. And I got to work with uh, my partner, DJ Wally Sparks. He was uh, and still is in good with uh, Big Crit, um, his DJ. And uh, he's been a friend of mine for a while. So it was he good. Big Crit before he popped, right? Yeah. So that's that's the crazy thing. You Yeah, you know a lot of the, I'm surprised you know a lot of this stuff. Yeah, I we we met when I was, when we were, uh, we actually opened for Yin Yang Twins in Meridian. And he actually opened before, you know, opened for us because we opened, we were the the, uh, the act right before Yin Yang came out. So we got to meet and talk and, you know, he gave me his mixtape and we talked, we said, we're going to link up. We got his number and all that stuff. And then about a year later, not even that, maybe six months. While it was like, yeah, you ever heard of Big Crash? Like, yeah, I just met him in Meridian, so it was just crazy. And you know, he championed him on, and you know, he was telling me about how you know the blogs and, all. and so it was it was awesome to see him. You know, because the last time I saw him was he was like, yeah, man, I wish I could stay for your show, but I got to go to work. To now he's putting in work, so that was a beautiful thing to see, man. And he's just man, I'm proud of dude. He's dope as hell. Uh, Definitely, man. Man, he's a, I mean, he's a yeah, he's a legend now at this point. So 
uh, very, you know, I'm glad that I got to witness that and got to, you know, meet him and vibe and just, you know, uh, I never got to do a song that, like I hit him up. And I was like, yeah, this is me. Don't forget me. And then, you know, next thing you know, he took off. So it's just like, ah, I feel crazy. Not, I didn't do it before, you know, so, but we'll, I know it's going to happen eventually. So our, our cross, our uh, paths will cross again, you know, so, but, uh, it, man, Definitely, Chris, man, you got Chris, this new rollout. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your new song to this drop we got over here on the Tune Visions app. So, um, put it up on me. That's with uh, Black Folk Inc. And uh, that was a song that I wanted to, uh, I've been I've been wanting to put it out uh, in a good way. Um, and I just, I, I, it's a different vibe, you know, and it was, it was a song that was actually um, inspired uh, somewhat by uh, Yin Yang Twins mm-hmm. and the kind of their vibe, you know, we just kind of updated it. So um, I put that out and uh, really just wanted to hit, do something for the clubs, do something to, you know, make people party and dance. And uh, I think it does what it needs to do. Uh, I I I like the the female hook on it. Um, it was a and it was a song that you know I've been sitting on for a while. So it was it was great to kind of get it out there. Um, and get it heard, you know. So yeah, it's dope. Definitely, man. It's a fun song. It's a fun yeah. Song. Appreciate it. I see you got the girl dancing out there in the video. How'd you put that together? Oh, um, the uh, the twerk little video. Yeah. Oh man, I just network, man. I'm a, you know, I like to. I'm a, I'm a man. I like to be on this Instagram and the only social media is Twitter. And I just, you know, I just network with these women that um, that are, you know, able to do that and, and uh, want to, uh, you know, do that. So that was great. Um, I, How do you go about selecting? Because is, is that also her for the cover? How do you get the cover? Is that the same? Oh, now the cover. The model? No, I, I wish it was. Okay. Because <laughs> I wish, but, but the, the great thing about it was I knew that I wanted somebody to match what what I did for the cover because a lot of times, I think with that cover, I um I do a lot of my own covers as well. Mm-hmm. That's part of you know me learning a lot of different stuff. So, I I um I think somebody helped me with that that cover in particular, but I um touched it up and I wanted it to match her as a matter of fact. So I wanted that to kind of go with what the the vibe of the video, what the vibe of the cover was. So I just like to do these covers just to kind of, I'll do a cover for a song that might not even be finished yet, but it'll have you give me something to work towards. So that was one of those songs where, uh, and one of those covers where I did that and I worked towards, okay, what's the song that's gonna fit this, this mode of what this cover is, so. Definitely, man. I was over there trying to match up the tattoos on the cover. Okay, the oh, okay, video, yeah, you know? yeah, that, okay. So there worked. So I, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. I'm glad that, that worked. You know, but yeah. So that's, your that's audition good. process, you held up the cover and you had some asses next exactly. to it. <laughs> I can do you and you. Yeah, and, yeah. So and you fit the bill because I had like five of them that that that, that were in the running. I said you. I don't need you to do it. So that worked out great. That worked out great. So. Yeah, that's just, that's just my. I just I just I'm not gonna say collect, but just met a lot of different women that um that I can have uh, on standby to do certain things like that for me. 
That's the perks of the music business, huh? Yeah, exactly, yes. Definitely. Now, do you feel like that's part of the uh, process of being a music producer as far as, you know, being a publicist, you know, picking the artwork, as far as you being a solo act, do you feel like you feel like that that goes into it or is that just something that you add your own personal flavor in what you're doing? It's a little bit of both. I, I, I like to do it just because it's, if I'm not in a music creating mode or if I'm not in promotion mode, I like to do something just to keep me moving. So I can get somebody to do covers or do different things like that. But at the same time, it just gives me something that's just to keep my creative juices flowing. Um, and, and going to what you're saying about being a solo act, I've, you know, I've, I've put myself in a position where I'm not, you know, as a producer, um, I've had to, I've had to learn and put on a lot of different hats. Mm -hmm. So like, for instance, right before, uh, I got on this interview, I'm doing some consulting work with a, a, a label that's putting out a, a gospel album with the late mm -hmm. Lance Allen. So I've been helping th that gentleman uh, put out that uh, put out this single that'll be out in, on March the fourth. Um, so, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't been able to do that if I hadn't been learning the game slowly, you know, picking up different things and and learning different things that I can pass on to other people. Um, now I'm in the process of of getting me. I have a I have a team of people that do certain things, but I want somebody that can, uh, I'm looking like for like a virtual assistant that, can, that I can kind of delegate more things to. Um, just because the, the people that I have are like photographers and different things like that. Um, but you, I just feel like now I need to focus on this music. I got a lot. I feel like, uh, I want to put out so much more music. Uh, at a fast rate. So I've put out maybe three singles in the past since uh, the end of November. Mm -hmm. uh, and I want to double that. So I know that for me to do that at that rate and make sure that nothing, uh, I don't miss anything, I'm going to definitely have to include more people that can do, fill those certain roles that uh, the other people that I have on the team can't. So, uh, so that if that means social media if that means doing covers and doing stuff like that just to keep that that pace and then as well as the other artists that i work with um i've been uh I, so i guess you know like people want me to manage them as well so mm -hmm. filling these different hats you know i just want to make sure that whatever i do whatever endeavor uh i get I, i'm able to give it as much attention as possible I don't want to be, uh, uh, what is it, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to be able to uh, really do as much as I can uh, successfully and efficiently as possible. Yeah, that definitely is a hurdle for creators in general and you yeah. know, creative people is yeah. having all these ideas yeah. but not being able to do them all yourself. Exactly. And and it's and it, what where it hurt me was... I was uh, really doing well with, uh, I was like doing the, the TikTok. I said, I'm gonna go ahead and get on. I'm doing two, three videos a, a day, um, different things like that. But then, you know, when I had to switch, has to go into promotion mode or something like that, 
something fell to the wayside. So that was one of the indications where I indicators where I was like, okay, there's certain things that I have to do. Um, you know, I'm the only person that can do a video about me. Uh, you know what I mean? So uh, a TikTok video or something like that. But there's other things that can really be delegated. Even though I'm, I can do this, I'm capable. Um, I know that uh, for me, when I switch to those to those different aspects, uh, I'm gonna need somebody to, to feel that so I can stay stay on my on my ground on this other on this other thing. So definitely, you got you got Walter and you got Extraordinaire. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, now, do you feel like? that character of extraordinaire is that close to walter or is that something that you're trying to make a, t a total dichotomy on you, you know because I, 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 I look at it like it's definitely uh it's 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 a it's an outlet for me mm -hmm. so it, it gives me the 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 outlet to just say whatever the fuck i want to say i can cuss mm -hmm. on this i mean i could we've been on here 30 minutes i could have been cussing the whole time I can talk shit. It's extraordinary, you know. I can, you know, but but really, and all jokes aside, with extraordinary, it's about the production for me. Um, when I do Walter Lee, I, it's about the, it's about the bars. You know what I'm saying? It's about you know what I'm saying in the in in the that. So that that gave me the outlet when I'm I'm doing that with Circuit 94. Now, of course, what I'm what I'm seeing is really um, I have to combine both of those. Um, just because uh, it's, you know, the branding and all that stuff. But um, so when I'm doing Extraordinaire, it's, you know, I'm really just trying to really just, it's like demos for me for um, my production, you know, even though I might have some great um, features on there or uh, other artists on there with me or whatever like that. It's you know I I feel like it's more to to get my production heard and do different things you know and give me that that uh, that platform to do that. Um, but at the same time, uh, I do say a lot of I get to talk a lot of shit as extraordinary. So I, I I really I appreciate having that platform and that that arm to do that with. Yeah, like you were saying, you know, Walter got uh, producing gospel songs and extraordinaire over here. Songs are too short. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I got the, you know, so you just got to find that 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 nice little point where you can get everything done and and feel comfortable in in doing it. You know, so yeah, you got to have that because extraordinary. You know, I I'm just now, like I said, I was just working with the, these gospel artists and mm -hmm. I had to. I was like, oh, this business address goes to extraordinary stuff i'm like i hope they don't see that you know so it's crazy man it's crazy yeah. but you know I, I figure out a way to do it that's when you got to come in as walter exactly hey, <laughs> how you doing i'm walt how you doing and then walk out of the door this motherfucker got me fucked up bro <laughs> fucked all the way up bro but yeah so yeah so you know and 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 that that's one of the good things about me i think I got a little, I got a little bit of both of them in me as a person anyway. So mm -hmm. I got jokes and I trip and do all that stuff, but then I can get down to business, you know, in the same breath. So, um, anybody that I work with, I try to keep it light as possible, even though, I mean, you know, it gets tense, you know, anytime mm -hmm. you're doing anything that you're passionate about, it's going to be tense. 
But um, I try to keep it light. I try to keep the jokes, and that's the extraordinary side. And the business side is Walter Lee. I kind of just blend those things in and make things happen. So now taking it back to the day, man, back when you were, uh, you know, heavy in the performing out there on the road. Is there any situations where extraordinaire was in that Walter was not ready for? So, yeah, it's just been times where. I was overwhelmed, like, the times we were with uh, Yin Yang Twins on the road, it would be times where I was like, oh, man, I need to take a si- I need to step back. We doing a lot, bruh. Um, and I regret that now because, I mean, yeah, yeah they, had it, they had it lit. Those boys had it lit. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's all this learning experiences, you know. Uh, it was just it, – we did, you know – We've done so many, you know, open for so many acts and uh, we opened for Trina and she, yeah, she is uh, on point to say the least as far as, you know, everything. So uh, to meet her and, you know, I I wanted to be extraordinaire, but uh, Walter was like, hey, you know, yeah, hey, guy, hey, Trina, you're great. You know, (laughs) that's how I felt anyway. But, (laughs) you know, it's 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 people like that that will humble you. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So I, I, I'm glad that I can, you know, I don't, you know, I just, okay, just, I'm going to go there. So, like, I just watched uh, the Kanye thing mm-hmm. that he just dropped. And it, it's great, you know. But I could, but to an extent, you know, Kanye was still kind of shy, even though he had a, uh, he had his ego. You know, it was a lot mm-hmm. of times where you could kind of see the awkwardness and all that stuff. So, it, it, you know, it lets me know I'm in good company because I was like, I can see a lot of myself in him. That extrovert, uh, introvert. Yeah, exactly. I can, <laughs> you know, I'm a big, yeah, I'm a, I'm an introvert till I'm not. I, I can be an extrovert real quick and then I can just, you know, dip back in and get get into my, my zone where I want to make music and think about, you know, think, think about lyrics or, you know, whatever I'm going to say and different things like that. So, Definitely. Yeah. Do you ever envy those uh, those rappers that don't produce, don't. They just go out there and perform, man, just eating it up. It's crazy because a lot of times, like, when I work, one of my frustrations, and I, I had to just kind of temper it, was people do what they want to do, not what they need to do. Mm-hmm. So that's like, you know, my partner could come in here and he just write his rhyme. You know, he'll write it on the spot and he'll leave. Meanwhile, I... I'm sitting here uh, at the studio uh, and, you know, wherever we're recording and doing anything. And mm-hmm. I'm still trying to get the snare right, trying to, you know, working with the engineer to try to, you know, get things right. Uh, so I, there is a, a slight envy in that. But, I, you know, I love what I'm doing. You know, of course, you, I think you would want um, it's great to collaborate. For me, I, I love to collaborate. So when I find people uh, that are like-minded, uh, that's always great because, you know, two heads are better than one. And you can also, you know, it gives you something to build off of. I'm not, you know, I'm not into uh, doing, a, you know, I'm not into uh, the credit and all that stuff. I'm just into making the best piece of art that I can make. Definitely. So, so like, I did a project as Walter Lee with uh, DJ Pocket, 
out of Atlanta, and he produces a lot of uh, hip hop uh, artists like Count Base D and Rise Intelligent from Poor Eyes Just Teaches. A lot of different MC Shane. He's done a lot of uh, hip hop stuff. So, and I really appreciated that project because I didn't have to take the front seat. Um, you know what I'm saying? I had somebody that could I could share those duties with. I could focus on uh, my bars just as much as I focus on the snare on my on my track. You know, so uh, I like I like I look for those kind of experiences when I collaborate with people. Definitely, those long nights in the studio, man. Sometimes the performer come in, yeah, a uh, little five minutes, fall asleep. Exactly. You know, what's some crazy times you've had in the studio, man? Those long nights. Okay, I was just thinking about this story. Uh, you say it's a safe place. I remember <laughs> going to pick up a singer and bringing it to the studio. Just so all the guys in the studio could, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. I get me too now. They ran a train on her. They ran a train on her. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, did she perform the track after that? She did sing on the song, okay. but I was like, uh, you know, like. At least she got the job done. She got the job done. She really got the job done. Don't meet <laughs> me. If people listen, listen, please don't meet to me. I'm just telling you stories of this crazy <laughs> stuff. Place, I, it, I just happened to think about this the other day i was like i really went up there and picked that girl up and they just you know but she was she was willing to do it and i'm not trying to degrade anybody just in case you know, i'm not trying to be me too she's on the other side of the story like i remember that time i was in the room with all them rappers man i Rapper, had a great time i had a great time i wonder why walt didn't come in there he was you know my dumb answer i'm the driver turned into extraordinaire exactly i'm in the studio trying to mix a track they in there having a great time you know that's 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 where I'm at. But I yeah, she was yeah. But I was just thinking about that. You know. But all jokes aside, that was yeah. was a real story. Those things happen in the studio. Um, the music and I'm, business, man. This the music business. So, but um, just being in the studio with um, different artists and and just creating and making making songs and 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 forming the you know like. Oh, you know, just those eureka moments where it's like, oh, everything is just clicking, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can go into those kind of stories, but the stories where we got those artists in there and, you know, the magic happens and they see it and, you know, it just starts falling, you know, falling to place. Um, yeah, and you're partying for like three, four hours and then like four or five in the morning, you got that hit song. It got a hit song. It's like, oh, I see what you're doing now. Because there's been times where my process of doing things, they're like, I don't. And by the time it's over, they're like, oh, oh, okay. Let me just shut the hell up. You know what you're doing, you know. So it's always a process to it, you know. And it might mean you have some females in there, you know, dancing and doing things. Or, you know, it just, you know, you go out and party and, and get that vibe, you know. I would, I always love to do that, if it, whether it be a strip club, the club, you know. The vibe to the music that just oh now I'm finna go hard and you know I didn't get that at first I used to be like man if artists want to work I want to work but that vibe you know getting that vibe and getting in, get that zone and getting that inspiration and feeling that beat and seeing how people react um, is great so like for instance I do um, mixes for my gym mm-hmm. 
um, and the and the guy that, that I do it for, he teaches classes. So it's great for me to do those mixes and see how the people that are working out react to certain songs, which songs motivate them to go harder, you know, in the gym. And that gives me inspiration when I when I get behind the board, you know. So it's it's you know it's like I said I know I, we're talking about those great yeah exactly so it, we're talking about those experiences in the studio I mean like I said it's been crazy ones you know like with the with the females and mm-hmm. different stuff like that and vibing with the artists but then it's also those times where you get to create and and see it from point A to point Z and all those places in between. And I mean, that's that's just a great experience for me, you know. It really is. Definitely, or hear the song, or know where that that portion of the song came from. Can remember that exact moment. Exactly. Where it was inspired from. Exactly. Those magical moments. And then on the flip side, like the the best songs for me are the song this written are the songs I don't even remember writing. Like, mm-hmm. damn, did I write that? Yep. Damn. I'm dope. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Okay, I wrote that, you know, and hearing it, like, I don't even remember, you know, and that's when I get spiritual. I'm like, okay, God, you know, stepped in with my pen and got me through that because I don't remember. I, You know, like certain songs I you, you struggle with, I, I remember like, oh, and overthinking it. But when those songs just write themselves, when those beats just write themselves, that's the that's the greatest feeling. That is the greatest feeling, yeah. Like uh, writing in your bed, you just, you know. Yeah, exactly. Get up, make a I, song. That's uh, it's easier nowadays with uh, you know, just technology and how exactly, it's grown. exactly. You have a, a mic arm on your on your bedpost if you really wanted to and exactly. pull the mic down. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 so. I was talking with uh, I did a song called "Beautiful One" with the artist. Um, with artist named Tilmo and then a, a female artist by the name of Tangiel. And we were, I got with her and we were just talking uh, this past Sunday. And she was saying, I, I do, I demo songs in, into my phone, send it to the producer. And I was, this is, I was like, man, this sounds just as, you know, she had a mic, but a decent mic, but it was just all recording to her phone. And she sends it off and, cut it right there so it, the technology is just is there there's really no excuse not to you know do music or you know put it out and get quality now yeah um when i started it was four tracks and you know mm-hmm. uh, cheap mics and you i mean i go back even further when i started it was we did songs in one take you had to you had to she was gonna re-record over the tape Exactly. So we had to do that song in one take. I mean, three or three rappers. If that third rapper messed up, we had to start over from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that was the you know. And now that you know, there's it's limitless of how of the ways, uh, nearly limitless of how the ways that you can get get your music created and heard. Yeah, there's no so, excuse. Yeah, there's really no excuse. Yeah, it's really, just not now. It's really, which is a lot of people. I start to realize it's more so on your marketing now. It yeah. Really isn't. And that's what a lot of, I guess, you know, older people in the game, like they don't realize why the quality of music has went down because they can just crank this out. They're exactly. not really worried about it. They can just get this music out, get this music out and just market. 
Exactly. Exactly. And that and that's and that's been, you know, so me coming from seeing that where people would drop two uh, drop a album every two years or something like that to go into where it's single single singles you know albums you know uh it's it's been like okay wrapping my mind around it uh because i have the songs that's not the problem but it's just more because i just I always record but it's like i really want to put it out in a certain format uh, that might not be, uh, might not fall into place with how people will accept it. So I've been doing a lot of singles, but I've been really prepping uh, albums, EPs, different things that I want to put out that really tell a story, you know, or, or, or set a mood. So that's that's where I am. With, I'm with it now. So. Yeah, the, they don't have attention span for it. Is they really like don't? They really you don't. Your music too much to where you get behind because they're just dropping, you know, meaningless projects. You know, exactly, exactly. So I want to be able to balance it. So I, I, I have a lot of songs that are like four minutes long, and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, then I could, and then I've started making. You know, I, I've been making songs that are shorter. Um, that's because yeah, of attention that span. You have to. Yeah, you have to. Um, those two, you know, two minute songs, you know, two, you know, no more than three minutes, but I've got a lot of songs that I have to put out as they, I'm not going to edit them down and that's how, you know, uh, but I know that they might not get to the end of the song, but I, I try to make it, that's the challenge for me too, to make those songs interesting enough to where they want to hear it to the end. So that's the challenge, uh, doing that. That's an uphill battle. Exactly, it really is. But I think I've I've seen a release of a minute thirty song. Exactly, exactly. I've, and I've got skits back in the day on a whole album. You know? Exactly. So, so I've got like videos and different things for songs that are. It is weird for me because I got a song now that I'm planning on releasing uh, later in the year, next couple of months. That I mean, I did eight bars, hook eight bars, and I'm you know. And it's kind of done. It's a two-minute song. And I got a couple of songs like that. And it's just like, I feel like I'm cheating the, you know, like, it's not. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's just me fixing my mind to understand this is how this is how attention spans are. You know, working in that format and, uh, you know, just adjusting. Uh, yeah, those. Bar. Bar. Yeah, exactly. I did hook. six bars. I'm out. Six bar hook and that'd be the song <laughs> so and i say this i'm working with a with a, a certain and that's how you get people to keep playing it yeah exactly they hear more exactly so i like um griselda and uh the more hip-hop guys so mm -hmm. i'm gonna end up doing a project uh with circuit 94 um, okay and uh we're in the process of doing that it's gonna be called cancel culture i believe mm. And so we were just vibing. We, we've gotten together about twice just to vibe because my partner that I, I do that mainly with is in Nashville. Um, and I'm in the city, Chattanooga, just south of there. Uh, but we'll, Yeah, Cashville. That's where I was born. And I uh, went to school to MTSU and I met him there. But so he was like, man, really? You can just give him a verse and be out. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I want to do, you know, I want to do at least two verses and, you know, 
uh, something, but you know, it's like, I, I have to wrap my head around it to do it. Uh, so even though I've, I've done six songs towards the project, it's really wrapping my head around, okay, I can do shorter songs now. Yep. I can just do a verse. Mm -hmm. and, and I just come from a, a, a ideology, a, a train of thought where, you know, I don't want to, if, when I'm, t when I'm thinking bar, when I'm thinking writing um, and being a lyricist, you know, I want to put my, my lyrics over the best beat or those words are not going to mean anything. So I still have to get my mind out of that. I mean, I still want the best your beats. bar is like money. It's like exactly. you know, Exactly. Your, and, and, and your bars, I mean, you can make a 15-second song since you got a bunch of bars. Now you got like 30 releases on 15-second, you know, clips of you rapping. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, you know, it's just wrapping my, my mind around that. So I'm going to be... <laughs> I'm gonna be getting back into that, into that mode here so, shortly. Cause I've I've been writing for it, you know. I've got you know rhymes, and now I just gotta match the beats up to it. So I'm looking forward to just uh, getting in the studio and working on that project. But um, doing that, and then and then that same mindset for doing stuff as extraordinaire, because at the end of the day, like I said, I'm doing it as demos. I'm doing, you know, I. I but I'm doing it shorter now. It's really, I want to, you know, I'm going to do this and it's a demonstration of what I can do if somebody's rapping like this. You know, I, that's kind of how I look at it. And that takes me out of, I don't have to worry about being Jay-Z or Nas and having the hottest bars or, you know, whoever, the, you know, Corday or any, you know, you know what I'm saying, J. Cole. I don't have to, I'm not competing with that. I'm com just competing with trying to make the best song. Um, yeah, whereas when even, I do this, even they are getting not even getting the respect that they deserve out here exactly because they're doing too much in, in yeah exactly life. exactly exactly so it's a it's a it's one of those things where you want to uh you want to you want to stay true to yourself uh and and what you stand on but then you have to realize okay this is what the market wants you know mm -hmm. and just adapting and then and still staying true to what you want to, what you want to do, you know? Um, so you're right. Yeah. You know, they, they saying they doing too much and it's like, ah, oh, they ain't even, uh, they, I know they can yeah. do more. You know, it's like, for instance, I'll give you a quick example. Like, um, and I, J Cole did the, the freestyles on, uh, those freestyles. He said some Cosby sleep. And it's like, oh, that's a lot of stuff. She's like, okay. And then you hit an album that's like, not that the album was bad, but I was like, I, I want more of what he did on uh, on that freestyle, you know? Yeah, you want the more introspective, J. Cole. Exactly, exactly. So, um, and that's just an example. I'm not saying that either way, but I'm just saying that's an example of how it kind of, you know, uh, it balances out sometimes. But um, it's always a work in progress. And like I said, it's a puzzle. I, I always look forward to figuring out those pieces and putting that puzzle together. Definitely, definitely, man. And uh, we got to realize, like, it's companies out here that have whole teams together on that on that 30 seconds. That 30 yeah. seconds. They got 50, 60 people working on 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's crazy. You know what I mean? That's crazy because I'm sitting here like, I'm basically, you know, 
if I do collaborate with somebody, it's, it's me and that person collaborating, uh, competing against fit, uh, a song that's had 50 people, you know, mm-hmm. making that 30 seconds hot. So, but I mean, I, I, I look forward to, you know, because I, I write all my raps and all that stuff. I might have somebody, you know, of course, I might pull somebody in for hooks and all that stuff. But then when you think about, okay, uh, the people that I'm aspiring towards, they have people that help them write and do all that stuff. And uh, it just makes you kind of just take a step back. Of course, like with production, it's, you know, I, you know, I will bring somebody in to play keys if I need or play bass or, you know, uh, different, you know, different instruments or whatever, if it's something that, you know, needs to be done intricately. But, um, yeah, with the writing, I like to just write myself. And then, but like I said, you know, and I'm not downing Kanye or Drake or f- for having other people, you know. Um, it's actually, it's the music business, so I get it. You know, and, and it, mm-hmm. it takes a while, you know, I can't say that to everybody because because everybody will be like, oh, no, he's, he's, he's they're, they're suckers, they're selling out, you know. But, when you start putting out your music yourself, because I've been independent now for past four years, um, you start understanding, okay, it just makes more sense to do it like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, and like I said, I'm not, uh, I don't mind sharing the, the, the reward of anything, you know, I guess it's just that being a writer, you know, it, coming up in an era where that meant something, it's still, I can say it doesn't matter, but in my mind, it just, it's still something <laughs> I have to work towards. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, ah, but yeah, no, it makes sense. But ah, so mm-hmm. that, it, that internal thing. You basically got to make, you know, jingles now. Just about. Yeah. Yeah. You really do. You really do. So like I'm in the process of uh, I'm gonna do some videos, mm-hmm. and I know uh, one of the songs, and so I'm like I want to do I'm gonna do three three videos, and one of them I just want to be straight bars and all that. But then the third song it's got to be a it's got to be a jingle, you know what I'm saying? It's got to be something super simple, two minutes. Or if you do do the longer songs, make a trailer to the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of those songs uh, that I that I'm working towards, I don't really think. No, nah, I mean, two verses, maybe eight, uh, twelve bars a piece, you know, and that's mm-hmm. really stretching it now. That it's, yeah. it's just weird. It's weird. You yeah. split that eight bars into two fours and put a hook in between. Exactly, exactly, and that's what I did with the, with this other song, uh, and it's crazy because I. It was, it was a song that I, I wrote it quick and then shot the video. And I was just like, wow. I mean, it works, but wow. And so, so for instance, I did the thing where, you know, usually I'll write, I'll sit and write the, the, the rap. And I think I did that with the first verse. The second verse, I kind of did that. But then I also just, you know, not necessarily punch the lines in, mm-hmm. but I just kind of, I free, I think I freestyled the last part, kept it, and then went back 
and and did it cleaned it up you know yeah and and uh, and just experimenting with that kind of thing because i mean it's really it's really a vibe it's more about a vibe you know catching that vibe and you know that's why you, when you say a jingles jingles are nothing but like little quick little vibes to get you to buy something mm-hmm. and put and your mind in a certain emotional state to where you can you know you want you connect with it and 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 buy it you know so yeah, that like, they serial rappers now exactly you know, they, exactly serial exactly exactly so you know get you a little jingle and and, and go with that so yeah, it's it's kind of fun me experimenting with styles that are simpler but me still trying to make it complex enough for me to be like yeah i did that you know so that's fun because then i'll listen like so if i was working i was working on this mix last night uh for the gym that i I go to as a matter of fact and you know so i'll just listen to the songs and listen to um because i he'll pick out he'll pick out a majority of the songs and then i'll just make them do what they do so i'll listen to it and i'll be like oh okay okay and uh, even though I, I didn't, I would have been in class today to just the vibe with them. Um, I just like to see that vibe. Like it'll just be like the, this you know the simplest stuff. You know, like for, like Meg the Stallion. You know, like when the when that's when some of her songs come on, the ladies just be like, you know, they doing it, and it's like, okay, I get it, I get it. You know what I mean? Her ad-libs. That's yeah, ad-libs. parts of the rap, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, uh, you know, you have to appreciate. Here's the thing. You don't appreciate it until you're in the club or you're at the gym or you're, mm-hmm. you know. Like, if you're just riding around, it's it's easy to say this is garbage, you know. Yep. But then when you see, uh, and I'm not saying it's garbage. I'm just saying I know people that would say that. But yeah, It's not getting you moving. But yeah, exactly. The moving, you're like, it's okay. getting the ladies moving. You're like, it oh, okay. Uses. It has its use, and and so so it's extraordinary. That just gives me license to okay, I'm gonna make something. You know, it it gives me so, uh, something to you know. Even though I'm gonna still do songs like I did with Killer Mike, you know, where we just talking mm-hmm. shit, and that was just for the you know. But I, you know, it's like that's the challenge. Like, okay. I want to make something that these that they they will gravitate to that has enough of me in it to where I feel like I, I said something and it's still simple. Now that's the tall order. That's a tall as fuck order. But yeah, I that's I the like the, in it now. Yeah, exactly. But I, I I dig the challenge of it. You know, it gives me something to think about it. So. And that's when that the introvert of me comes out. You know, even though I'm extraordinary, that extrovert, the introvert is thinking about how can I do this? How can that? How does that work? What's the formula that I can work on as a as a you know the science of it to make it work? So that that that's just appealing to me. That's just fun for me um, to to make something as simple as a simple song and make it. Compli- you know, I just complicated for like fun. Making diamonds, man. Yeah, Com- yeah, exactly. Press all that material down. Yeah, and you make it shine. Make it shine, definitely. Just make it shine and do what it do, man. So, yeah, that's 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 what I that's what I kind of uh, 
do. I, I, I just kind of put myself in that position to learn and, 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 and put it together and, 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 and see what comes of it. Definitely, man. A music producer. Now yeah. going forward, you know, 2022 and the next coming of years, where do you see yourself going, man? With your music pushes, you know, out here doing interviews. I mean, what's your big plans? You got anything coming? Soon? Yeah. So I've, what I've been doing is I've just been setting up to kind of just keep keep my momentum going. Um, and 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 by doing that, I mean I'm gonna put myself in a position where I've got my my songs lined up uh, and and just coming out. And that that's working because uh, I just I got so many ideas. I got so many ideas for videos and different things like that that I'm excited about getting those out. But on the flip side, um, as a producer, I am working with and looking to work with um, other artists and get them out um, uh, with Circuit 94 Beats. I've got a project with an artist by the name of Paco called Unmatched Spirit. Uh, that we've been working on, and that's that's a different vibe. Um, it's it's lyrical and it's got some good conscious uh, thoughts in it. So I'm excited about that. Um, I've been working with uh, a lot of other artists like Ozzy Wildout and uh, Tony Grands out in LA and Rasta World and Belo Brown and uh, just a lot of people that I'm just excited about. Um, putting that music out, so uh, I'm looking forward to getting getting out and doing some more shows. Now that things are kind of slowed down, and because um, it was it was a time where I was just kind of like, I don't think I want to be out. But I think um, I've been lucky. Knock on wood, I haven't had COVID or anything. You know, mm-hmm. these two years, so I feel like okay. Uh, maybe maybe I've been too cautious. I, I need to get out and and do some things. Uh, so I'm excited about doing that, um, getting back out and um, just meeting people and and vibing to music in that in that uh, that atmosphere. Definitely, so, yeah. Getting out here, man, and um, yeah, you know, like you said, seeing how different records affect the crowd really because you don't really know like you might like a song and your your crew might like like a song but that's y'all sound you know you exactly. don't really know till you till you get it out there to the people and see how they react to it exactly so and and that brings me up i've been working with an artist out of nashville called a uh, name crisis the rhyme dying and we're working on a uh project together and so we, we we don't know. It's crazy because he does want to do an album. I'm like, maybe we should do two EPs, some singles, different things like that. But just because of the attention span. But what's great is um, it's taking me out of, it's putting me into a different zone um, of how to look at the music, how to, you know, because he, he has a vibe coming out of Nashville. That's kind of akin to Memphis, you know, whereas me, I'm more akin to, even though Memphis is part of it, Atlanta. You know, me is kind yeah. of okay. I'm grab, I'm close to Atlanta, and still got if, that southern feel. Exactly. So, we've been working on that, and and we, I, I want to do a couple more songs and some videos, and then put that out as well. Um, 
So I'm hoping by summer we can we can have that together. Uh, and we've been working on that, you know, we've been working on that. So I'm excited about that project as well. Now, as far as your imagery for your videos, what, what what's some of your inspiration on what do you choose to depict in your videos? You know, the song you pick, uh, is it usually a single or do you usually, you know, throw in maybe a couple of three or four songs in your video? Kind of like how 50 Cent used to do. He'll throw a beginning of a song go into the video and did it at the end throw a whole nother song you'd be like oh what was that oh yeah exactly so i've i've been working on several videos um and i want to do i've got a couple of things that are, that i do want to do some things where it takes you aback you know and uh we don't get a lot of that i don't feel like there's a lot of that it might be some stuff out there but I just want to do some stuff where, oh, wait a minute, he did this, you know, he did that, and that you might get a, you might get a couple of surprises in these videos. So just be looking out for them. Um, I got a I got a few in the in the bag, and I kind of want to just um, get those locked in, and then just start firing them out, you know. Um, so with the the imagery, so it just depends on the song. Um, so I got uh, one song where I'm like a a spiritual guru in the '60s, you know, or mm-hmm. you know, some is just gonna be just chill vibe and different stuff. Then I and then a lot of these videos, I don't want to let the cat out the bag too quick, but um, I'm doing some throwback stuff. I'm doing some uh, some meta stuff, you know. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to do some. I'm just trying to see do some things that I don't see. Um, I just want to do some ideas that I don't see or I don't see enough of. Um, and then as well as, you know, all that, and then I'm going to still do some simple videos that are, you know, that'll get the point across and get the, get the song heard. Um, so that's, that's been, that's been fun too. So like I said, I'm doing some, I'm planning on doing a couple of videos in Atlanta, uh, and then Nashville, um, and so I'm be, I've been in the planning process, pre-production process for those, and it's it's just fun because I'm I'm I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. It's just a lot of surprises that I'm trying to trying to put together, so people be like, oh, oh, so just everybody just stay tuned because it's gonna be some it's gonna be some shit. It's gonna be the shit. Extraordinary, but uh, yeah. speaking about videos, man, you said you were doing uh, mixes for your gym. I see you got some food videos. You think about, you know, you a foodie? I am a foodie. Like if I anywhere I go, I will go to, you know, uh, if I'm out of town, I'm trying to find the best restaurants and say I have to work out. That's why I have mm-hmm. to work out because I will be out of, I'll be out of shape if I, you know, the way I like to eat and then. You know, so anytime I go out of town, I'm trying to find the best restaurants. Um, my partner, when I, I'm with him, if if he comes this way, if I go up his way, we we trying to find different restaurants in between working in the studio. Um, so that that is that is when I'm I am a foodie. That's a long way of saying yes, I'm a foodie. Uh, now, what what type of food do you like to eat in the studio, man? Why you? Why you okay, well, I'm hours? in the studio. Um, I just I, you know, I'll have 
and here's the thing i try to eat right when i'm in the mm-hmm. studio it's hard I, man it's hard I, I remember even in the class the, the professor was like you know you're going to be working in there long hours you want to just try to eat healthy and all that so um you know i'll have like now i will have my sweets my m m's and uh, whatever like that and that's just been like i can i i want to cut it off but man i got to have some every once in a while my uh you know my sweets but I'll try to eat something healthy, you know. I'll try to I do meal preps and all that stuff as well. So, even though I'm a foodie, I try to balance it, you know. Try to eat healthy, have things that uh that'll keep me going. Um, uh, so I'll do, you know. Have you tried the uh, vegan, plant based stuff, man? Like the Impossible Burgers and man, uh, they they have a place called Slutty Vegan that I need to try, but have i done that it seems like it's it was something that i did oh the closest i did i did go to chipotle and i did their chorizo plant-based it wasn't as good as the real chorizo i'm gonna let you know that but um yeah did it look like it i think that's what they go for mostly yeah it looked like it but i go to a authentic uh burrito place you know it's more authentic and that tree's gonna be hitting. I was like, nah, this ain't this not gonna be a substitute for that. Um, I haven't tried a lot of the impossible burgers. I heard they are good. Um, and I I do need to kind of slide into that, you know, just for the health benefits, I guess. But um, nah, not yet. But I I do want to try that slutty vegan because they talk it up real good, you know. Yeah, they do. Yeah. The vegan stuff, man, plant based diet is definitely healthy for you, man. I'm just. Nah. I just need some bacon every now and then. Exactly. I gave up bacon like 15 years ago. I still eat it, though. That's what's crazy. It's like, I I, I remember the day I said, yeah, this is my last time. I was at Subway. This is my last one. Man, that was 15 years ago. I'm still eating bacon. (laughs) I'm not, you know. And here's the thing. I think anything in moderation you can you yeah. should do. You know, I, like for instance, they say you know you're not supposed to do uh, the processed ham and deli stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, every once in a while I want a hoagie. Every once in a while I want you know. Oh, so sandwich, man. Just exactly. To get back to my every, roots. Yeah, <laughs> I got to get back to my roots. So you got to you know um, you just got to do it in moderation. You know, if I know I'm gonna do that, I know and i know the effects of it i need to kind of go and get something healthy to go you know to and <laughs> work out and balance it out you know what i'm saying but Eat yeah your double bacon cheeseburger exactly with some celery yeah <laughs> exactly i don't want the fries put the celery in. <laughs> just give me the celery that's my i'll dip that in some ketchup or ranch so nah so yeah <laughs> got you know what i'm saying but you, you just got to be aware because i I had a, I had a burrito last night, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so today I'm gonna have to eat some, you know, vegetables and rice and you know, some salmon or chicken or something like, you know, I have to just, you know, say I did that. Now I need to do this, you know, uh, and it, you know, I had like with that, balance. Yeah, you gotta have a balance. Cause, like for instance, I haven't been in the gym uh, this past week. Just because I've been doing a lot of other stuff, helping put out this project with this guy, um, you know, helping him do that. But 
I know that if I'm going to be doing shows, I want to be in shape because I don't want to be, or I don't want to look sloppy when I'm on stage. So um, you just got to know, you got to know your limitations. You got to know where you're going with it, you know, and put yourself in a position to, uh, you know, okay, if I'm going to eat, if I'm going to eat all this fried fish, I know I'm going to have to make up for it somewhere else, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big part of it. So, yeah, we still eating bacon over here, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We gonna, but you know, we're going to, we're going to do it in moderation and, <laughs> and find that balance. Yeah, man. How you go from, uh, I mean, that's just, uh, the entertainment life, man. I guess we kind of promote not living, not living healthy a lot of the time. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, it's a, and that's the thing. So people, okay. 50 cent. Okay. He's living better now. He, he, you know, and he's getting older or whatever. And they talked about him on the thing, but I was like, Hey, I mean, he's, he didn't look, he looked, he didn't look like he did 20 years ago. You know, he's eating better. He doesn't have to work out as much anymore because, you know, he's not performing. But I guess what I I took away from that was I want to be ready. He probably didn't get that call until the week before the Super Bowl because nobody knew he was going to be there. So he he wasn't working out. He wasn't, you know, he was in his off season of, you know, performing and doing all that stuff or whatever the reason may be. But it just, it was just one of those things where, you just got to be it's in this game you got to be ready for when opportunity comes you know so yeah i you know so that was a a, a wake up call so i ain't been in the studio but i keep thinking damn i'm going to be like 50 if i don't you know <laughs> then i'm going to be on stage and they, you know so yep yeah, you pushing, you pushing the roll out now, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you get booked out there, and they like come on through and perform. Exactly. It's just like, like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. So, uh, to 2019, I was like, okay, I'm in shape. I'm cut. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in the. I'm gonna do these videos. I'm doing them all shirtless. Mm-hmm. This was March of. Uh, this was a. Uh, I booked it in like February. So, uh, 2020, you know, I booked in like February, 2020. Next thing you know, everybody's talking about, we're going to shut, they're going to shut down everything for two weeks. So I canceled the the video and that, that time afterwards of not, you know, being scared to go to the gym and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I got a little fluffy, bro. I'm just going to keep it real. Got a little fluffy. I tried to do that video. Now. Now I just you know I look sloppy with that shirt off, but it's okay. I'm gonna make it work. I'm gonna make it work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? CeeLo used to do it. You know, Photoshop. Exactly. They don't know that I was thinking I was looking sexy when I did that. They gonna think that I'm doing it for comedy. You understand? Well, uh, you know, do the trick where they just rub a bunch of you know uh, Vaseline. And exactly. Just, you know, hold it tight. Exactly. I thought I was holding it tight, but then I got the rap. <laughs> I got the rapping with it too. And you know, like, and I don't. If I'm gonna do the video, I want. Nah, you, you got a fake rap, so you'll lose. Your yeah, I should have been like, like I got a homeboy. He won't sing in the video. He's scared the veins in his neck gonna pop out. But I'm like, no. If I'm gonna perform it, I'm gonna give you the full performance. My yeah. dumb ass, you know. 
So I'm thinking I'm holding my stomach in. I get the playback. My shit just looking all sloppy and shit. Just, you know, just everywhere. Yeah, I'm breathing hard, but uh, the stomach hanging out. You know, I'm I'm in the middle of the water thinking I'm, yeah, man, I'm going to get all these hoes, man, shit. You got nah, you a, uh, yeah. a lookalike, like a exactly. They 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 Exactly. That's when they flash it right down, you know, they go to them abs, and then they see me. I'm like, ah, they just see my shoulders. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I blew it. I blew it. This damn pandemic fucked me up. And now I haven't been in the studio. I'm trying to do these stu- this these videos. This, this is my last chance to do it. Like, if I can't do it without no shirt, I ain't gonna, I'm just going to give up on the sex symbol side of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck, the, you know, because I was, man, man, I was cut, bro. I was like. Man, what I was man, and then uh, got to eat. Made us all sit down. Yeah, that that she made us sit down and just eat comfort food, <laughs> macaroni and cheese, fried catfish, everything, hamburgers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but uh, um, we all had delivery. You had, yeah, exactly. DoorDash, come on, DoorDash, bring us. But not and restaurants you, know, you wouldn't even normally go to because he was like, man, I ain't it, dealing with that. Exactly. Oh, they gonna bring it to the house. Oh, they yeah, bring- Cheesecake oh, yeah. Factory. Give me, give me some of that cheesecake factory. Yeah, man. <laughs> right so to it's the house. exactly. So I, it, that, that's what ends up happening, you know. It, it, so it, it's all, you know. So even though I'm preaching moderation, yeah, I, 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 it got me. And so that's the, that's a moment of transparency. It got me, and those videos are still gonna come out. You know, cause I, oh, you still gonna release them? Oh okay. well, yeah, I'm still releasing them. That's just gonna be coming release for me. Like, dang, you know, cause I thought I was man. I thought I look like a, I look, you know, compared to where I was, you know, where I trained to try to be. Yeah, I was a little fifties. I, I take that hit, but I think the, and I'll just say I think the videos came out dope, and I think you know it'll be great comic relief if if anything, or it could just be. Nobody ain't gonna be paying attention to that because the video's so dope. It's just me mm-hmm. fine tooth combing everything because it's like, yeah, I was doing it because I thought I was, you know, you know. But yeah, yeah. If, if Rod Wave can do it, I mean, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Ain't nobody looking at that, you know. That, you he know, you're singing. Exactly. Yeah, his yeah. I always yeah. said he liked the new Ruben Stutter of the hood. Exactly, exactly. That, that's how it be though. It's how it be, man. You know, you just you just gotta do just gotta do it, man. You know, some of the stuff that people over uh, uh, overthink ain't nobody studying that. You know what analysis I mean? Analysis of the analysis. Exactly, exactly. That's why I said, man, I'm putting this stuff out. You know, um, it's crazy though, cause it's like it's a couple of things where I'm like, oh, hey, bro, you know, could you put it? You know, my editor. Yeah, he might want to put another something. But then after a while, I was like, uh, "Yeah, keep that because it goes with, it goes with you know what I'm trying to do." Man, I I, I need to get this music out so I can really talk about it. I don't want to mm-hmm. talk about it yet, but it's certain things that like I did a homage to somebody, and so when I did it, I was trying to do the younger version of this person. But now, you know, because I did, I let myself go during the pandemic a little bit. I look like the older version of him, you know, <laughs> where he kind of, you know, on stage looking sloppy, you know. So, yeah. So that's that's I like how, uh, what's his name? Um, 
Rick James. I hear exactly. his younger, younger days and then when he was out there at the BET Awards with uh looking slappy Tina Marie. Yeah. And they was out there singing. And yeah, he was looking slappy, but he I'm Rick James, bitch. Yeah, it didn't matter. Look. <laughs> didn't matter. It didn't matter. He just, you know. Y'all have heard the song. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. That confidence will get you over. It'll get yeah. you, you know. That's that's all. You just got to, you know, ride it. You know, I'm a short in there. So let me talk my shit. It don't matter if I'm fat or skinny. I'm going to be the, I'm, I'm that shit. I'm that nigga. You know, yeah. I'm that nigga. So fat or skinny, uh, sloppy. I'm just going to Rick James it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Rick James it. You know? I'm extraordinary, bitch. I'm extraordinary, bitch. You act like, you know. <laughs> and it's funny. I, I'm ready to just, I'm a, I'm ready to release these videos and kind of, I don't want to, like, it's like, I don't even want to say because I might do this video next or this video, but I'm fatting all of them so it don't matter. So, but it's dope, man. It's going to be dope, man. All jokes aside, it's just, they, they're dope videos and, uh, yeah, I'm excited about them, man. I'm just going to uh, share them with everybody. I'm Like I said, I want to do these last couple of videos mm -hmm. and then just, you know, just like clockwork, you know. So I'm just building up my content now. And uh, I'll get back to, you know, like the we, we started talking about the food, you know. I want to do more videos about that. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, because I, yeah. I'm it's on a whole it. brand, man. Building yeah. your brand. Exactly. 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 Yeah, so you get the extraordinary t-shirts. You know. Exactly. I'm finna get my. I had my uh stuff going, and I'm I'm finna get that back for everybody that was interested. I had a company that was doing it, and I'm just gonna go ahead and get that get that going because I'm gonna have that. With you the, could even plug it at the uh, gym you at. Have exactly. the uh, extraordinary gym mixtape. Exactly. And a T-shirt with the mixtape sitting in front. I had, of and I had people at, at my gym wearing my shirts, mm -hmm. so I, I just gotta. Uh, I'm in the process of getting that, get, getting that, that going. I, Cause I, I had the T-shirts and the hoodies and all that stuff. I just wanted. I want to do something different. Um, but I know that that the there's now kind of a monopoly on the ways to do it. But I'm just trying to look for some different ways to do it and um. Yeah, I'm excited. So yeah, I did. I had people at the gym wearing my shit and you know rocking it, and so I'm gonna get that going. And yeah, I'm just excited about that. Definitely, man. Once you get all that rolled out, man, you gotta make sure you get our, that video over there on uh, Tune Visions, man. Oh yeah, man. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it all to you. I'm finna. Uh, I'm in the process. Yeah, cause I know by um, it's March. By uh, April, I will be. Mm -hmm. Uh, rolling out some different things, and I'm just, and then from there, throughout the summer, uh, I think I'm just gonna keep it rolling, just keep it rolling, just keep that that uh, keep that uh, momentum going in different things. And the only thing that's the only thing that's really um, determining that is uh, the project that I'm doing with uh, Crisis to Rhyme Dime because if that is gonna be if that's something that's gonna come out first, I want to kind of focus on that and not have anything that's kind of, you know, obstructing it. You know, I want that to be the focus. So that's the only, that's the only reason I haven't, uh, let the cat out of the bag of some of these things that I'm doing, but I'm telling you, yeah, I'm excited about it. It's, you know, so it's definitely going to get to y'all. 
Um, we're gonna get it all to y'all, um, and bam, it's gonna be some heat. It's gonna be, yeah. I, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see the response it's gonna get. Um, and and it, you know, because the thing is, I'm taking chances with what I'm doing as far as the videos. Um, and so I'm excited about that because there there's some things, there's some themes that I'm I'm putting in there, and yeah, it's dope. So I'm excited, man. Definitely, man. We're excited to have you over here on Tune Visions, man. Is there anything you want to tell the listeners? Anything you want to tell the viewers um, that watches your content, uh, listen to your music, any of your fans from back in the day, your current fans, new fans, you know, anybody that's looking for your music, anybody that hears you for the first time, man, anything you want to tell them? Yo, first, I just want to thank everybody for riding with me, riding with Black Folk Inc., Circuit 94 Beats, anybody that I produce, work with. Um, I just want to thank y'all from the bottom of my heart. I want y'all to be on the lookout for um, all my singles that are out now, um, from Beautiful One to Put It Up On Me to C-H-A-T-T-A-N-O-O-G-A to all those singles that I've, I've been releasing. Um, look forward to these videos. Look forward to projects with Crisis the Rhyme Don. Look forward to projects with Paco, um, Unmatched Spirit, that's dropping in April. Look forward to, uh, oh, I'm doing uh, the project. I'm, 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 I'm assisting, I'm a consulting project for the late uh, Rance Allen. Um, that's coming out March the 4th. Um, just do the history on him. He's a, a gospel singer that uh, passed away a few years ago, but um, has some songs that that, that will be released, and that's up for pre-order now. Um, like I said, Circuit 94, I'm in the works. Um, I'm just letting the cat out of the bags called Cancel Culture. Just be on the lookout for that. Um, I just want to shout out uh, Chill Mode, Tanyelle, everybody that I collaborated with from B-Lo Brown to OG Wild Out to Black Folk Inc., my crew. Uh, and I just want to thank Toon Vision for giving me the opportunity to talk with y'all uh, and uh, look forward to, you know, all the content that y'all give. And I'll be shooting out more content more content. I'm finna put myself in a position just to shoot these videos, drop more heat. I'm extraordinarily great. Everybody knows that. I'm finna talk my shit for these last two seconds and then say peace. Yeah, man. It's been Toon Visions, you know. Talk your shit extraordinaire. Let's see yes, what sir. you got, man. This Toon Visions, your host, AJ. Lead us out, extraordinaire. What you got? Yo. Y'all can play that. I heard y'all playing that pimping ain't easy with too short. Yeah, man. With that, man. I'm listen. I got some shit that I'm sitting on. I can't wait for y'all to hear some collaborations. I got so many dope collaborations that I want to let out the bat. But y'all stay tuned because they'll be coming out real soon. So ride out, yeah, yeah, ride out with some heat with y'all got whatever. And thank y'all for having me. You are now tuned into Tune Vision. The look of music, 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 music.